Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked On Flames. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. The second half of the season is here, and it's time to lay it all on the line with realistic expectations for this Calgary Flames team. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everyone? I'm your host, Jess Belmosto of the Metropolitan Rivers PR team. And of course, a plethora of blogs covering the NHL for the past uh, five or six years now. So how are you today? I hope you're having a great day. Uh, thank you for making Locked on Flames your first listen of the day. And you can find us anywhere you get your favorite podcasts. And hopefully we're among the favorites here. Uh, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Audible, YouTube, free 99 on all of them. And why wouldn't you want to hang out with us every day? So let's get into this. And what we saw right before the break is sustainable and has to carry through April, May, and heck, maybe even June. The Flames are currently ranked number one in power rankings on Money Puck. And I don't think I ever thought I'd see that this season, you know? Uh, We talk a lot about managing those expectations and how wildly different this team is from last year. And I think the expectations maybe should have been flip-flopped in terms of, you know, the level of success that we thought we'd see and whatnot. But this team is playing well. Up and down the roster, everyone is on the same page, the same book, the same line, the same word, and they're working together. There's consistency here. This team plays such a repetitive game that it makes it so much fun to watch. (laughs) Uh, You know, they're Their shooting percentage is still a little low with an 8.8% with that league average around nine and a half. So they do, they do have to work on that, but there's a very simple solution to that. And I will tell you how just shoot the puck. (laughs) I think that this team does lack confidence occasionally when it comes to shooting and they get, they overpass it or they kind of get in their own heads. And Mangiapane right now currently leads the team with a 19.6 shooting percentage. And then there's a huge gap between him and Milan Lucic at number two with a 15. And there has really, like, I don't understand, uh, you know, how this team is doing so well when, you know, there some of their, some, not all, some of their underlying numbers are a little bit of a red flag, especially when you have such a big gap like that. I think that that is definitely something to look at. And we'll talk about more about how they can improve on that in the next segment and what like the actual solution and remedy to that low shooting percentage is. And to have your second person be Milan Lucic and not someone like Johnny Gaudreau or Matthew Kachuk is a little concerning because, you know, we saw Sean Monaghan last year with a low shooting percentage. I'm pretty sure it was the lowest of his career, if I remember correctly, with like a 12.6. And that makes sense. 
because he was injured. But, you know, you have a fully healthy roster right now. So there's no reason why this team shouldn't be shooting the puck more. One thing that is just something that they are going to be able to continue doing is these cut, copy, and paste repetitive games. Nick, um, I'm going to butcher his last name, Zarius. If I butchered that, I'm so sorry, Nick, from Upper Bowl GM had me on earlier this week, and we had um, a really nice conversation about this game and just the Flames game in general this season. And (sighs) Daryl Sutter had a trial period when he came in in the bubble season. It wasn't the bubble. It was the North Division. And he was able to kind of look at this team and say, wow, this is where they're at. This is where I want them to be here's what I need to do. So he had the summer to work with that. And he, he gave them a very simple task. You know, they, he, they play a very repetitive game. Like I said, it's a cut copy paste game. You know what you're getting Monday night and you know what you're going to get Wednesday night and you know what you're going to get two weeks from now because of how repetitive it is. And it's not repetitive in a bad way. I don't, I think that you know, when you talk about, like, a football team, them running the same plays and the same routes are obviously, like, that's easy to read. The Flames are easy to read, and people are going to want to emulate their game so they can play the same style and be up to par. Um, You know, the amount of defenders they have on this team and, um, you know, just how in your face they are, they're kind of like the little mosquito when you're sitting out by the fire during the summer, like they're in your face and they're going to have their opponents cornered and eventually they force a turnover or generate a takeaway and, or sorry, not a takeaway, a giveaway, you know, like they're, they're able to do something (laughs) and really create these chances that is strong playoff hockey. And I think that one thing that they have going for them is just they're strong two-way forwards. You know, their goaltending is fantastic. And I know Jacob Markstrom is in just a league of his own when it comes to talking about the goalies, especially in the Western Conference. But, uh, you know, I think that their defense has gotten it together too. Noah Hannafin has had a fantastic year and he's sliding under the radar. The same with, uh, you know, I'm I can't believe I'm saying this, but Nikita Zadorov and Eric Goodbranson, they have elevated their gameplay to where they should be at. And I hope that they continue this on Wednesday night when the Golden Knights come into town and they're able to play back up to par after, you know, a week off or what have you. And this is just a very easy thing that the Flames can do and can continue to do over these next few months. And the playoffs, you know, obviously they haven't, <laughs> they haven't like mathematically secured a spot in the playoffs, but it, it's looking like they'll secure a spot. And I think that, you know, this team has to be playoff ready. When the time comes, they have to be ready. They have to be healthy. They're going to have to play that repetitive game against those opponents. And of course, they're going to just need to get their chances up when it comes to generate scoring. How? can we make sure that that happens? How can, how can we be sure that that happens? And we are going to talk about that next, but first let's talk about 
primal origin oils. Do you have a beard or do you know someone who has a beard? I think beards are pretty neat. And especially with playoff hockey coming right around the corner. Um, I know we're all going to be, I say we're all, like as if I have one. <laughs> you know, we're all going to be growing out our beards and giving, um, you know, the best shot that we have at our playoff beard. So uh, the products from Primal Origin Oils are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and they have low impact on our planet. So they're ethically sourced. And all of the products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the U.S. They have these amazing combo kits that will make for great graduation presents, Father's Day presents, birthday presents, you name it. And you can get it on primaloriginsoil.com. And make sure that you use <laughs> promo code LOCKDOWN at checkout for 20% off. And we know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oil challenges you to compare their ingredients and feel and the feel of your beard to the other products you've used. We promise you will see a difference and feel the difference. That's promo code locked on, 20% off at primaloriginoils.com. Thank you so much for tuning into Locked On Flames today. I hope you're having a good day and make sure you follow me on Twitter so we can keep this conversation going and I always love hearing from you. The trade deadline is right around the corner. That's the first stop before the playoffs and that's kind of where you're able to gauge where your team thinks they're at. What can Brad Tree Living do to ensure a playoff run? Now, everyone gets nervous around the trade deadline, right? Because you don't know what your team's going to sell, what they're going to buy. Are they truly picturing themselves as a playoff team? Are they more nervous about something long-term, short-term, a rental, uh, just shipping off money so they can figure something else out during the offseason? And (laughs) Calgary fans have plenty to be nervous about this, this trade deadline because Gaudreau always does this thing with his social media where he takes Calgary out of his bio and kind of gives gives fans a little heebie-jeebies. And it's always him going back east or or the team is going to miss out on, like, the hottest target on the market. Like, it's one or the other. So you pick your poison. <laughs> but I think the expectation is to make it out of the playoffs, out of the first round. You want to have playoff success this year. Your team is built for success. But there is that one factor missing, the person who's going to shoot the puck. You know, you have very strong two-way forwards. There's no reason to go after another one of those. They have plenty of of that and too many cooks uh, spoil the soup or whatever the saying is. But they need someone who is not afraid to shoot the puck. They have about $5 million in cap space. And I think that they just, <laughs> they have to go forward and make an effort to find someone who would number one, look at somebody with who is familiar with advanced stats, um, hire JJ from the barn burner and he will help you with that. <laughs> and just take a look at what you need. Like if I can see it, there's no reason why they shouldn't be able to see it either. And to have someone on the team who can generate, you know, those scoring chances, and create more high danger chances and things like that. Like that's what the flames need. They need someone who is not going to overthink and get in their own head overpass and just not 
shoot the puck. Like, that's... They just need someone who's going to shoot the puck. Easy as that. And, yes, of course, you know, defense wins you championships, or so they say. Uh, no, it really does. But uh, I think the Flames' defense is fine where it is right now. I do. And I think, again, if they keep going out and play those repetitive games that they have been, they'll be fine. They They will. But why would you not green light shipping off prospects and draft pick picks or a roster player obviously not like a big name roster player but like Dylan Dubé love him but I think his time in Calgary is done but to give you something that will elevate your team to get you through April (laughs) April they just need to get out of the first round that they need to there's no excuse for it this year and this team I've said it, I feel like I've said it a million times on this show, but it, it, something about this team just feels very special. There's a special chemistry here. There's a special talent on the ice that I feel like we haven't seen in years for this team. The coaching is magnificent. There is this hope. There's this magic around the team that reminds me so much of the 2019 Bruins and it makes me so excited as we head towards the trade deadline and you know what they did at the trade deadline they traded Ryan Donato in a third round pick for Charlie Coyle and they did something else too but I can't remember what it was oh Marcus Johansson who both played pivotal roles in that playoff run and you know you get a long-term deal you get a rental so Get yourself that forward and make a mad dash for the postseason. And, you know, the expectations are high. I think we saw how the first half of the season played out. And now it's time to just, again, play that repetitive game and get you to the end of the season and go. Go for it. And, you know, I don't think that this team is necessarily, like, one of the top five teams in the league that you know can truly consider themselves contenders but we'll talk more about it next segment but this team is finally building themselves up to be part of that group and trade deadline I think is March 21st it's right around the corner they are so close you guys like it is unbelievable to see how far this team has come in a year. You know, this time last year, they were they were getting ready to fire Jeff Ward. Things were bad, and we weren't even a month into the season yet. Now we're starting up the second half of the season. They're ranked number one on power rankings on Money Puck. People are believing in them. People see this team as genuine talent. They're excited to say, hey, my West Coast team, that's the Calgary Flames. And just kind of just invest in this team. And as my mini market team in Canada, I need them <laughs> to do something to make their team more attractive to come to. I'm not talking like, you know, GQ attractive. I'm talking competitive, ready to win, ready to, you know, make that mad dash for the postseason, be a team that people want to go to. Your first, the first inclination of that was Blake Coleman going to Calgary over Boston. Smaller market in Canada 
where there's, you know, tax differentials and money differentials and what have you versus a ginormous market that could still be potentially not really considered a contender. But he chose Calgary and he makes your team that much more attractive and desirable. And I just, I think that the expectations are high, but they're not unrealistic. I, I don't think that it's unrealistic to want to finish, you know, second or third in the division. Um, obviously, you're going to want to avoid um, Vegas in the postseason. But, you know, the chips are going to fall where they need to. And this team is just so special. And I, I want them to decide whether they're going to go after a Riley Smith from Vegas. He still generates those shots. He's still shooting the puck. He's he can still he can still score. Or if they're gonna go after someone maybe a little long term, Riley Smith still has two this year and next year on his contract. What do you what what's next? What is next for this team? And we're gonna talk about that next. Uh, talking about those expectations for the postseason and why they're not unrealistic. But first, let's talk about Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered for all of your sports betting needs. They are a fantastic website that uh, has more odds, props, and bets than ever. <laughs> BetOnline.net remains the best spot for you uh, to get your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's not just football. Bet Online has minute has the minute to minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with real time updates of current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Bet Online, where the game begins. Make sure you're subscribed to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts and make sure you're subscribed on YouTube so you never miss a beat. Like I mentioned before, the expectations are high. And I've talked all about managing those expectations and how you can't expect this team to go out there and win the Stanley Cup, win the division, you know, all of that. Like, that's just not realistic. That's not something that you can, like, I can confidently say will happen. I can confidently say this team will make the playoffs. Yes. But I just, I we got to reel it in a little bit. The Flames are going to beat out Anaheim and Los Angeles, especially with those five games in hand. Uh, you know, they still have all those games to make up. And, you know, they're filtered in throughout the rest of the season. And Anaheim and LA, like, no shade to them, but the hockey they're playing isn't sustainable. Vegas, especially when they get Jack Eichel, we're just we're just going to not think about them. <laughs> we are just, they're out of the picture and the equation. But, you know, if you think about this team, we're going to put them back in the equation for a second. If you think about this team compared to when Vegas first came in the te- into the league, the identity is entirely different. This team is so much stronger. They actually have goaltenders. They have a coach who knows what he's doing. A coach that's won. A coach that believes in his players and 
has players who believe in him. And there's so much, like, the bigger picture here is not just this season. You look back to when the Flames, you know, like what I said, when Vegas entered the league, this team was entirely different. Look at this now, like five years later, which is insane to think about. But they are stronger. They are, they have an identity. They're, they're fit. They're in shape. They don't have a captain, but they have plenty of voices in that room that lead them. And the bigger picture, again, it doesn't just stop here. You have to look beyond this season. And the Flames organization has to look at that. You know, I don't think that you're going to go out there and tell everyone that, oh, yeah, I'm I'm a true cup contender this year. Um, I, I think that we're going to make it to the conference finals. Sure, manifest that if you want, but that I just don't think that's realistic. Make it out of the first round. You know, I, I'm talking baby steps here. And you know what? If you want to make it out of the second round, sure. Compete in the second round. That's the biggest thing. You can make it out of the first round by the skin of your teeth, just like Montreal did, and then crap yourself and lose in the Stanley Cup Finals. It's that easy. But what you have to, like, consider is competing. This They have this horrible habit, the Flames, of winning one game and then then nothing else. They'll win one game and then they lose the rest, the next four. And I don't think that we're going to get that from them this postseason. I think that they truly are competitive. And we'll have to see how, obviously, the second half of the season matches up compared to their opponents and whatnot. But based on what they gave us, I am not shying away from the idea that this team can compete in a second round. I think that that is absolutely possible. And if you want to, you know, you can say, you know what, guys, just make it out of the first round. We'll be happy if you win the second. But if you don't, like, it, you don't have to make it to the conference finals. <laughs> like, it's going to be okay. What you need to do is make sure that your team is attractive. And you start saying, okay, we players want to come here. They, they want to come here. They, they wanted, like, they wanted to go to the Islanders for a little bit, you know? Oh, players wanted to go to Boston. Players wanted to go to Tampa. Play, players wanted to go to Colorado. Okay? Players are going to want to come to Calgary if you can lock up Gaudreau and Kachuk. You're, you're probably going to become a bit more legit when you do things like that and start winning playoff games and playoff rounds. So why don't you go out there and do it? Show everyone that this small underdog from Alberta can do it. Like, this this is the thing. Like, certain teams run with this narrative that they're underdogs and, like, they're really not. The Flames are absolutely an underdog. And I love nothing more than a good underdog story. And this will be your underdog story. This this These will be your underdogs for the 20... What year is it? 2022, 2021-22 playoffs. Your flames are your underdogs. That's that. You got your narrative. You got your headlines. 
let the flames write the rest of your pieces for you. It's that simple, babies. Thank you so much for tuning in to Locked on Flames. Uh, we are going to have a game day preview tomorrow since the Flames are playing Vegas, probably for the last time until Jack, uh, last time without Jack Eichel since he's in a uh, regular jersey practicing now. So thank you so much for tuning in and I hope to see you all tomorrow. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. I'm trying to like point to it on screen <laughs> and uh, make sure you're following this podcast wherever you get your podcasts and uh, it's, it's free. Like there's no reason for you to be tuning in and not be subscribed. We are your only daily Calgary Flames podcast and we like to have a good time here. You know, we're going to start selling the underdog narrative. We're going to do it. So thank you again so much and I will see you all tomorrow. Bye-bye.